This is Stock Culture. With Stock Culture. Presented by your host, Billy Clement and Ronnie Jones. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Stock Culture, man. We are excited. We have an excited, excited guest for y'all today. I'm telling you, man, you guys are going to be very, very, very excited to hear from him. But before we get there, man, I'm your host, Billy Clement, and I got my man, my main man, host, man, co-host, Ronnie Jones. What's up, Ronnie? Yeah, what's going on? How's it man, today? How you doing today, man? Hey, what's good? What's good, y'all? Yeah, man. Uh, how, how did you do with the market today, man? Um, So right, as a debate, I kind of been um, backing away from the market a little bit. I know it's mm-hmm. a September was around. I did trade a little bit. Um, I did take a big loss in maybe like about a week ago. Okay. Um, I think it was upwards <laughs> towards like 250K, something like that. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, back to <laughs> Hold that. We'll get back to that. You got to tell us that story. So we'll get back to that, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we have we have the man Zay Mendoza, man. Like, I don't know if you guys heard his story, man. I know I don't. He's very active in, on social media, but this man took, I, I want to say like two, three hundred maybe $400 turning into a, like almost more than a mil like that's in less than a year so I can't wait for you guys to hear his story and get to know him a little bit better so uh, without further ado Zay man like before we get to the trade parts and all this stuff all that exciting things man okay. I just want you to talk a little bit about your background man where you grew up you know and we, we, we just trying to get to know a little bit about you know your, your background you know your financial education you know and all that good stuff you know we're going to talk a little bit so I know you, you from originally from Chicago yeah. you to the California yeah. area so talk a little bit about that man Um, so pretty much grew up uh, back of the yards, uh, born and raised over there. Um, I have about, I have four siblings um, and they were all born out here in Cali. Um, and then my family had, my parents had decided to move out to Chicago and then um, that's where I was born. So pretty much grew up in back of the yards. Um, you know, I was big on sports. I played soccer uh, growing up um, and then, uh, pretty much, you know, went to school, you know, you know, it was, it was, it was cool. It was, it was a fun time and stuff like that. Um, but then I knew kind of like the danger, you know, the danger side of things and all that stuff. And so um, as I got older um, after that, my parents had decided to move out here to California. Um, and so now now, you know, back then I didn't really realize, you know, why we was moving to California. You know, I was only what 14. I was like, man, all my friends and stuff like that. Uh, but now when I kind of take a look back on it, I think it was uh it was a great move. Um, so pretty much kind of you know, grew up, started high school over here. Um, and then you know, I kind of dropped that soccer thing and I started playing basketball. So okay. um, so I started playing basketball, I was pretty successful at basketball. Um, could have played you probably um, got that uh, uh foot footwork from soccer, man, you know. Know, that, yeah. That stuff helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um started playing basketball and I, you know, I could have played some college, but I, I don't think that was my focus at the time. I think my focus was more so, you know, kind of just to create a career for myself. Um, so that way I can help out my family, you know, take that stepping stone on my part to go ahead and push forward. Um, and it was it was definitely tough, definitely tough stepping stone. Um, I didn't expect it to be, you know, as you know, as hard as it was um to become a nurse. Um finally became a nurse about two years ago. So it was it was a little hey, bit congrats, tough man uh, yeah, thank you thank you, congrats, man. Thank you. so I, I would say this that nurses nurses do a lot more than doctors and i know you yeah. probably deal with that one <laughs> yeah oh man i i could go on and on with stories about that um so you know i'm always about doing the right thing i'm a big big family man you know i i uh you know anytime you know i need something i can always rely on my family and we have barbecues you know we do this and that um so oh. you know it, family family is a big thing for me um and then i also value my friends a lot and then aside from that have you know i have my girlfriend of about eight and a half years now, almost nine years, nine years.
years in March it will be. Um, so pretty much, you know, I'm, I'm a very simple person, um, you know, not too big on, you know, all the flashy stuff, the cars, the clothes, the designer, whatever it may be. Um, if that's your niche, then oh, that's cool with me. But for me personally, I'm cool. I, you know, I go shop, shop at Marshall's or something. Yeah. Give right. me a t-shirt for 10 bucks or something like that. So um, I'm very simple. And the, pretty much the main goal for me was, you know, always um, since growing up, I never liked to work, you know, for someone else. Um, and I still remember my mom telling me that uh, she's like, I can tell, you know, you're not the type of person that, you know, you, re- you necessarily want to continue to work for somebody, yeah. uh, but you're going to have to take that stepping stone in that direction. Mom knows, man. Mom's knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, my mom always gave me like, you know, a good confidence. My dad was super strict, uh, you know, got to get good grades and, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. And so I was just like, all right, I mean, I can do that. Um, I didn't have the best of grades all the time, but, you know, I could always tell, you know, if you put in the work uh, consistently and, you know, so on and so forth, you know, you will see the results. Right. Um, so pretty much what you get in is what or what you put in is what you get out of it. Right. Um, so that's pretty much for me. Uh, went to nursing school. Um, it was for about two years. Um, I was in nursing school five days a week, work six days a week. Um, so it was a struggle. And then after that, had some feud with my old job and stuff like that. So I decided mm-hmm. to quit um, about three months, four months before I actually finished nursing school. And then after that, so I really didn't have any income at the time. I wasn't trading. I didn't I didn't really look into it, but um, I had to do Uber. So I did mm-hmm. Uber out here in LA and stuff like that, three days out the week um, in the nighttime and stuff like that, you know, Saturday, Sunday or, and Friday. Um, and so it was a little bit difficult, but I mean, I kind of pushed through and I'm a type of person who, you know, before asking for help, I always like to try as much as I can Absolutely. Um, just so I can kind of learn from my own lessons um, at that point. So did you, were, um, you, were you staying at home all this time or did you have your own place or what? Um, so I so when I had moved out here, um, we had lived with my grandpa for some time. Um, and then, so I still live with my grandpa now, but my grandpa doesn't stay in the house currently. So mm-hmm. he stays at my mom's house. He's a little bit older, um, needs a little bit more help and stuff like that. So um, pretty much stay at my grandpa's house with my, uh, my brother. And then we just kind of take care of things in this standpoint um, and this household here. Um, and then when I feel comfortable enough to go ahead and, you know, move out and stuff like that um, alongside with my girl, cause she wants to go to grad school. Um, so then until that settles in, then I, I already have things planned out. So have some time to pair. Yeah. That's a hack, man. A lot of people don't know, like, you know, living, living somewhere else where I don't know if you're paying rent or not, but it's like, if I, if I was to take, if I was to go back and I should do things over, I think I would have yeah. stayed with my mom a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like live that rent free, like stash your money away, put your money away. Like yeah. you don't feel ashamed for it. You know what I mean? Like growing yeah. up, like, you know, people always like, you know, once you hit that 17, 18, 19 years old, you, you know, you were ashamed telling people that like, you live with your mom or you still live at home. Yeah. Like, like women, yeah. girls would look at you like, you know, oh man, you still have mama's boy. Still at mom's like, house. But yeah. man, it's like, when you get to this point, it's like, man, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll probably have more money than you. Like, you know, <laughs> that's facts. you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a, that's a hack out there. If you if you out there, you 18, 19, man, don't be in a hurry to leave home, yeah. you know. Like don't be don't, ashamed, nah. man. Set the pride nah. aside. Gotta nah. set the pride it, aside. Because if you think about it back in the day, man, that's what people do, man. That's what people did. All the family live in the same place, like everybody yep. have their money in the same place. And then when you finally financially ready to, to be on your own, yeah, you made the move. You know, yeah, nobody, nobody looked, nobody looked down on you. Mm-hmm. But I guess we live in a different generation, yep. man. So yeah, shout yeah. out to you, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Why what you got, bro? Yeah, man. So um, like tell us like a little bit, like, how did you even get into trading? 
athlete, man. I know you you say you went to you know nursing school. You got you got that squared away. Like, how did trading come up? Um, trading came up to me. So I have a friend that I used to work at my old job, and we worked together for about three years or so. Um, and so you know, trading came up to me because he had quit the job and he took that leap of faith where he started his own business, right? So selling food, um, like he'll go to local markets, three four markets, sell food and stuff like that. But aside from that, um, you still need you know some time before you start to gain profit and stuff like that. So he was trading, right? So when he quit, you know, he decided to open up his business and then he started trading. So he would always mention it to me. Um, and so I never really, you know, kind of dabbled into it till about last year, I would say August, September. Okay. Um, and so, you know, for me, I was, you know, um, you know, going, you know, looking on YouTube and reading articles and everything like that. And I always wondered, I was like, man, how do I get started? It was always like, how do I get started? I don't know how to get started. Um, and so all the articles I was reading, like over all the big websites, you know, I didn't notice at time, but these are, you know, folks that are writing these articles that, you know, they've been around for some time. And so um, it was always, oh, like the best experience is pretty much putting in your own money. Right. Um, so, you know, I was asking my friend and he was telling me all these different things. But every time he was telling me certain things, it sounded like completely different language. I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about whatsoever. <laughs> I have no clue. So pretty much I had um, uh, for Christmas. I usually don't like to ask for anything for Christmas, but I had told my girl, I was like, OK, one thing I want for Christmas is pretty much a hundred K's course. Um, and so I got that for Christmas. Um, and then, so, how, how did you, how did you, um, how did you run into a hundred K? Was it like the social media or what? How did you, how did you link, link up with him? Um, so my dad, my dad is a truck driver. So he has time to be on Instagram and stuff like that, come across the explore page. So he actually sent me his page. And then, so he was just like, Oh, buy in or, you know, buy his course, you know, take a look into this. And I was just like, man, I don't, I don't know. I, I usually, it takes me some time to buy some things. You know, I need some conviction behind it. Um, and so I was just like, all right. And uh, pretty much my pops has sent me the page. And I, ever since then, I just kind of, you know, kept in tune with it. Um, and then finally, that's how I had got the course. My girl had bought it for me for Christmas. Um, and then I had watched like a few videos, three, four videos. Um, and then ever since then, I just kind of had, you know, threw my, my money on the first play. I only had a hundred bucks in Robinhood. Um, and so I was just like, okay, my first play i'm a i think it was idex idex and uh i had you know threw in and uh, i think i hit like 750 percent total return so and the contracts are only like five bucks so um i still remember i was on the way to work but i was like man let me stop at let me stop at starbucks i was in the starbucks drive through line and i was checking mark is about to open and i was just like oh damn i was like i'm <laughs> up i'm up so i had told my friend i had called my friend i'm like yo i'm up like it's 300 he's like i would recommend for you to cash out and i was like I don't know. And it was that pure, you know, euphoria. And I was just like, damn. And I hit it 750%. Um, and so that's how I came about. And so I think it was kind of, it was kind of lucky at that point, you know, um, you know, first trade beginners luck. And then uh, ever since then, it, you know, it's kind of been a, a rocky road after that. I, I was able to catch the whole GameStop AMC thing, okay. um, hit like 115K off that. Um, but I still didn't know what the heck I was doing at all. Wait, at wait. All. So, so let's, let's stop there. Cause it's like, I feel like people need to know this, right? So, um, how did you catch that AMC and GameStop? Like, was that like, oh, you saw somebody trading? Because, you know, you at this point, you still you still starting, right? So you don't really yeah. know how to analyze the market. Also. Like, how did you actually like, oh, AMC is running. Let me jump in. Or GameStop is running. Let me jump in. Um, I had seen, I'm not too sure if you guys are familiar with Zach Morris on Twitter. Yeah. That's yeah. Zach Morris. Yeah. That's, so that's the had, goat right there, man. Yeah. So he had uh, tweeted out um, AMC, like hop in. And I think AMC at the time was only 
only like three dollars and fifty cents. Um, and then same thing, yep, I, I started you know <laughs> circulating around his tweets, and everybody was saying GameStop. GameStop was only like forty bucks. Um, so I was just like perfect, like you know, I was just I still didn't know what I was doing, but I was just like you know, let me take a leap of faith, you know, let me see what I can do. Right. And so, you know, working as a nurse, you know, I still had, you know, a little bit of money. And so I had threw in some money in the in, in Robin Hood, you know, bought some extra contracts. And I still remember hitting that, you know, that amount of money. I was um, I had called off work on purpose. I was just like, you know what? This is a big moment. Hey. You know, this is going to get me off on the <laughs> right like, foot. Like, we'll today I'm taking my <laughs> yeah. time off. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just like, I can't do it. You know, I can't miss the opportunity, you know. So I, I had called off work. Um, and so I had ended up um hitting 115k like over like two days or something like that. And I was just like crazy. I, I didn't know how to feel. I never seen that money before. I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm That's looking crazy. at. It's crazy, crazy stuff. Um, but then after that, February had came, you know, February was a little bit tough. Um, and then I had lost about, I think about 40k. So I knew for sure I didn't know what I was doing still. You know, I, I was still missing a big, big, big piece of what was going on. So that's that. It, it was tough. It was tough to find my own way. Oh, yeah. February, February was definitely, it was rough for a lot of sure. us. And, um, yeah. and we talked about this over and over and over. But it's like, we we are all as traders. We get to this point where it's like, yo, I made so much money, but I have no idea how I made it. <laughs> now I got to go back because I know it works, but now I got to know how to make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do want to go back to one point that you mentioned. It's like, you saw an opportunity and you called off work. You yeah. know how many people miss opportunities just because of that? Like, if you don't recognize it, it's, it's yeah. really knocking on your door. Yeah. Like, if, 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 you know, somebody like you, they probably saw the same opportunity and decided to go to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or didn't, didn't even get in that position. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So that's, that's yeah. very, very important. I want, I want people to like, literally, like, pay attention to that little thing you said, man, because that's, yeah. That's literally, that changed a lot of things for you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so. definitely. And I always feel, you know, like uh, many opportunities present us all the time, right? And some people are like, well, I'm not sure if I'm, you know, set up or I'm, you know, um, you know, you know, planned out to take that opportunity, but how many opportunities are you really going to get that's really can, you know, set you off right? So uh, for me, I'm always kind of been that, you know, type of person where to, you know, take that opportunity. And I still goes back to when I was playing soccer, uh, we was like in the, I think we was semifinals or fi- I think it was finals. Um, and my coach, uh, we went into penalties, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he had told me, he's all like, oh, I want you to take a penalty. And I was like, nah, I can't, you know, I, I can't do it. And I, it still sticks with me to this day. And he's all like, uh, no guts, no glory he's all like mm. so if you don't have the guts to do it if you never have the guts to do it then you're never going to experience any glory so ever since then it kind of always stuck with me so every opportunity that seems really good to me um, i always got to step up no matter if i feel prepared or not because sometimes you're going to have to you know make way as you go um and so that's how you always learn those lessons and you know for me i always like to give those lessons back to people so man that's a bar right there no guts yeah, no right? glory <laughs> yeah no guts no glory no you don't gu- take i guess i guess that goes back to like that thing where it said like you know you miss a hundred percent of shot that you, you don't take. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? you miss a hundred percent every time if you don't take it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a that's a fact, man. That's a fact. So so you got AMC, you got GameStop, and you lost a little bit of money back in February. Did you take a break? Like, what did you do to kind of improve yourself? And I know you got to bought the course, but then what did you do from the course? Because I know a lot of people who bought courses and it's sitting on the shelf somewhere. Like, yeah. Oh they, yeah. They never went back and watched. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, how how did you kind of like train yourself from there? Um. So it was pretty much for me. I really didn't have anybody to you know. 
know, look towards. I didn't know, you know, the Discord was fairly new. I didn't, you know, know anybody. I wasn't able to just, you know, reach out, pick one person out and say, hey, can you help me out or something like that? Um, and I know 100K was busy. You know, I can't just hit him and, you know, he gives me the response. So it was all, you know, kind of back to square one. It's just like, okay, well, what can I do? Let me look up strategies, you know? Um, I, you know, every time I took a loss, I try to pick, uh, pick apart that, uh, that trade, you know, was my entry point off. I wrote down the times that I hopped in and then go back on the charts and kind of look at, you know, did I grab the wrong entry point or, you know, so on and so forth. So, uh, for me, it was, it was a struggle to really kind of find the strategy that really worked for me. Um, and it took about, you know, three months cause you know, I was learning the strat and then all the EMAs and this and that. And I was just like, that's way too much for me. I, I think, you know, the more indicators for me that I have up on my chart and stuff like that, I think it clouds my judgment a lot more. Um, so I'm man, I'm a man of simplicity. So whatever's going to get me the answer with the most, you know, minimum amount of indicators, um, then that's what I would like to go for. So, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And right now it's not broke. So I, I'm not going to fix it. <laughs> that's true. That's a fact, man. And then I, I definitely agree with you, man. Like the more, the more cluttered your chart is, it's like you get your vision. It's just like, now you're trying to confirm every single signal. Like, yeah. Like, is this working? Is this working? Is this working? Okay. You know, and a yeah. lot of times those things all don't line up sometimes. You yeah. know what I mean? Your yeah. EMA might not line up with your, your 212 or, you know, it might not line yeah. up with your MACD. It might not line up with your, you know, uh, nine crossing over 20 or eight crossing over whatever. Yep. It yep. might not line up at all. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But then how do you actually, con you know, convince yourself like this is a play to get in? Yeah. Yeah. Simple. Definitely. Definitely. So, I mean, for me, I think I only use, so I use volume, MACD, and then on TradingView, it has the swing high low support and resistance um so that's pretty much all i use so my chart is very fairly simple um, you know, sometimes, you know, when people ask me like, Hey, what is your chart looking like? Or something like that. And I, you know, show them a picture, a screenshot or whatever it may be. People are like, that's it. Like, nah, it can't be. That's, that's not the only, no, there's no way. And I was just like, yes, this is exactly how I trade. Um, you know, I only use the five, the five minute and the one minute. I use the one minute to catch pullbacks. Um, after, you know, if I missed the run or something like that, or miss my entry, I'll use the one minute to catch pullbacks. Um, and then also, you know, if I'm planning to like swing or, you know, keeping stuff on my watch list a week, two weeks out, I'm looking at the daily and the weekly timeframes um, just with the same thing. So, um, you know, trends repeat themselves and I kind of look at the trends for, you know, the past one, two, three, four days and kind of see, you know, if there's an early spike in the morning or um, after the spike, does it continue to run or is there a sell off? Um, so I always try to make, you know, things very simple for myself. Um, and then I usually try to get my trading done within the first hour to two hours of the day um, where I see a lot of volume. I was going to say that because you tell the people why you do that, because, you know, a lot of people might miss that, too. So, yeah, um, there's definitely a lot more volume in that first two hours. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. So that's kind of how I do things. And people kind of, they're like, ah, and I always tell people, I was like, look, uh, one thing about it is, you know, you have to establish the type of trader that you want to be. Are you going to be a, a scalper, a day trader, swing trader? Um, are you going to be into, you know, buying shares or whatever it may be, you know, find what works for you. Once you find, you know, that type of trading style, um, establish your strategy. Now you don't have to, you know, you might learn somebody else's strategy, but you don't have to apply everything that they have in their chart to your chart. Sure. You know, and maybe it could be, um, it doesn't even have to be an indicator. It could just be a way that they look at things from a different perspective that you can apply to the way you see things on your chart. So that's kind of how I like to look at it. Um, you know, every, I like to say every different cam, uh, camera angle tells a different story. That's, a different that's story. how I kind of go about it. And so I was just like, if I look at it from this way, then, you know, how is it going to pan, uh, pan out this way? So 
Um, I always try to take a step back and look at the bigger picture and then tap in, um, dive in deeply. And then um, I don't usually trade, you know, many trades in a day. I only take about one, two or three trades. Um, but if that one trade is enough and I can't find the second trade, then I'll just call it a day and just en- enjoy the rest of my day pretty much. Definitely. Man, that's dope. So, quick question. So when you get, you just mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, you just mentioned that, you know, you only do one or two trades a day. So when you find that trade that you like, would you recommend going in heavy on those trades that you know the momentum's behind? Or do you start in small and then gradually add as they're moving? Um, it just, it, it depends with the with the market. So if we look at September, um, sometimes regardless of, you know, the fundamentals or the technical side of things, things can flip the other way real quick, right? So in the way in September, you know, this is my first September. So I have, I had a lot to learn in September. Like, you know, things are very, very hectic. So for me, I definitely had to send out testers um, beforehand to kind of see, you know, what's going on. I'll send out like two contracts, kind of see, okay, is it going my way? Do the indicators still line up? Some volume behind it. Do I still feel the same about the trade? Um, and so um, usually, you know, I would go in and take my full position. Um, but sometimes if I'm offered the opportunity to scale in, then I will definitely scale in. Um, but if not, then usually I will take my full size and then I won't. I pretty much never sell at the top. I'm always selling on the way to the top um, just for the sake of, you know, my position sizing. Um, I don't want to be stuck holding at the top and I can't get rid, rid of contracts. I can't close out my position. So I'm always closing out on the way to the top. And uh, bro, say, say that again, because I yeah, feel like you missed that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like you don't want to be left holding the bag, man. So, you, yeah, you know, never. you know your exit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I always try to, you know, um, I always try to tell people, you know, never try to sell at the top. If you're trying to sell at the top, you either bag holding or you missed your entry and you got FOMO. Right. And so, you know, you kind of, you know, you have to really think about it because if you're selling your contracts, you have to think that there's somebody on the other end that has to buy your contracts. It's either they're reading the situation way before you um, and know that you're going to sell or they don't know what you know. Right. So you have to constantly think in that, you know, in that mindset where, okay, I'm going to sell on the way to the top. I want to be there on time to the play, Um, not necessarily early where you're jumping the gun early and it takes another dip and then it shoots up. Um, so for me, I always like to say I like to be on time to the party because you show up early to the party, they're going to have you setting up and you got to do all this stuff and this <laughs> and that, right? And then, or if you're late to the party, you're going to catch, you know, people start getting rowdy. You know, you don't want to be a part of that, right? So you want to be on time to the party, catch your fun, you know, get your plate of food, your, your little drinks or whatever. And then when you feel good, you say, what's up to everybody had a good time. Then you can say, okay, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> that's what's up, man. I think, I think that's the biggest problem because a lot of people always ask, when do I take profit, right? Like, hey, do I take profit now? And if you have to ask, that means you need to start taking profit, yep. right? So yep. That's definitely yep. facts. Don't don't get out at the top, man. Get on the way up. So Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yo, that's a bar, man. I hope nobody missed that. Like, Because <laughs> I, I know I've been there before, right? Where you, you get in, you're riding that wave, and you're excited, man. Like, yes, I'm doing good. And then the <laughs> yeah. next thing you know, it started reversing. You're like, whoa. <laughs> But then what you go happened? back and you look at the chart and you're like, oh, I should have exited right there. That was yeah. my signal right there. You know, whether yeah. it's be the volume was getting, you know, the value is not, it's not pushing as much or, you know, the, something, something is, something is changing there and that, and that movement of the price and the price actions so is like, oh shoot, that's when I should have jumped out. But yeah. then you take that, you put it in your memory. So the next time it happens, you know when to get out. Yeah, definitely. So with that being said, like, I want to know, um, how, how big is your position sizing? Like, cause I know a hundred K man, he, he goes stupid wild with it. Like, <laughs> 
his position size. He, he go he goes crazy because I don't know if I tell you this, but like me and him, we used to trade. We used to trade together a lot, like back uh-huh. in the day when, when we first started last year. Um, I used to be the crazy one. Like I used to go like 100, 200 contract. You know what yeah. I mean? And he used to tell me like, "Yo, like that's that's a lot of contract." I was like, "Man, that's yeah. that's that's not just what I do, right?" But after that, now the, the amount of contract he showed me that he does, yeah. it's scary. Like I was like, yeah, "Yo, you like <laughs> you like institutional crazy. level like, type of trading." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I don't know if I got that much. I don't know, but you know, but my position, I think he definitely um has a bigger position sizing than I do. Um, even to this day, I still will only play. Sometimes I only play like five contracts, or you know, you know, I only play like three contracts or two contracts. Sometimes I'll grab ten. Sometimes I'll fifty or hundred, but. It just all depends how I pretty much feel, you know, like if I'm not feeling, you know, the day, um, you know, where I'm not feeling, you know, up up to par and stuff like that, haven't got much sleep. I'm not going to stress myself out by grabbing 100, 150 contracts, even to that point. If I don't feel feel like trading, I'm not going to trade. And at that point, I'm just forcing myself to trade. And more than likely, when you're not feeling something, you know, you're bound to commit some errors, especially in the market. Yep, right. Yep, yep. So I'm, I'm very big on, you know, if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to do it. Or if I'm feeling good, then maybe I'm, I'll grab 400, 500. I don't know. It just depends. Right. Um, but it's very situational for me. And I'm never, you know, I never try to overdo it for myself. Um, I just try to keep it very simple for myself, make my trading day very easy. Um, and I wish, you know, some people really understood that sometimes because people yep. feel like, well, I got to trade, you know, they get stuck in this routine of, you know, I'm trading every day, every day, every day. And even for me, it took me like two weeks to kind of step back from trading every day. Um, and then after that, you know, I was still, you know, trading here and there, but haven't traded uh, options in maybe about three, four days. And then just today I, I grabbed some spy, some spy calls to swing over, I think like two weeks or so. Nice. Um, so that's kind of how I do things. Yeah, I'll definitely say that. I I kind of like I got I came to that point where like you know like over trading would definitely mess mess you up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You, where you feel like oh man, I gotta get I gotta go on trading every day. And I think like a lot of times people need to get off of social media. Like yes, like get off of social media. Like you know what I mean? You don't have to see somebody posting their wins and all these different things. Like sometimes you just like you have your specific day that you're going to trade, you trade and then you're done. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel yeah. like sometimes like you have a plan, you wake up and then you see somebody else doing something else and then you're like, oh shoot, you abandon your plan. You go to their plan yeah. and then you lose there. And then your plan is is working and you're like, God damn, I should have just stayed <laughs> my plan. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? It's like, it's crazy. So my question to you is like, I know you talked a little bit about feelings and, you know, making sure that, you know, you're ready to trade. Like, what is your mindset like when you were trading? Like, do you, like, do you have to like do you have a specific routine that you kind of follow to make sure that hey i'm in a good mood i'm in a good mindset psychologically i can trade today is there mm-hmm. like something something like you do on a regular basis to kind of keep you there um i think the biggest thing for me is um when i first started i think uh i was looking at the screen all day looking at charts overloading my brain um and i was just like that's not the way i was like I, i've been i've been through nursing school i know what it's like to overstudy and you know cram all this information in I was just like, but it never did you any good. You only exhaust your mental side of things out. Uh, and then when you're mentally exhausted, you become physically exhausted. Um, so, you know, it's a big, big thing. So for me, I pretty much, you know, once I'm done trading, I might not take a look at, you know, the stock market until power hour. You know, maybe if I want to find a swing towards the end of the day or something like that, then I'll go take a look at it. Um, but for me, I think the biggest thing is definitely taking a break away from things. And so, um, you know, after the first two hours, I'll just take a step away 
I go to the gym, you know, play some video games, play some Call of Duty or whatever it may be, listen to some music. I'm a big fan of reggae. Um, so I listen hey. to some music. And then <laughs> at the end of the day, that's when I come back in. You know, if I'm looking for something for tomorrow, I only spend about an hour to an hour and a half. So um, I'm a very instead of quantity, I'm more so about quality. And so and how I spend that time in which I do things. Right. So if I'm allowing myself two hours in the beginning of the day, you know, and I finish trading, then I'll go take a look at something else, possibly come back power hour after that. Then I'm free the rest of the day. Do what I need to do. Come back hour to hour and a half at night. Once all the news settles and everything charts settle, everything like that, then I'll go take a look and then start fresh next day. So very, very big part. But I think for me, what really helps me is um, going to the gym and then definitely playing some Call of Duty with my friends. So that's, that's, that's pretty much what, what does that's, it for me. That's a good life right there. <laughs> Jeez, man. Yeah, that's a good life right there. So tell me, man, like I know you took 100, you turned it into, I don't know if you if you don't mind me telling people this, but you turned into like over like seven figures, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, So tell us about, you know, what is what is your, Ronnie like to ask this question, what is what is your biggest win and what is your biggest loss so far in your training journey? Uh, oof, uh I think my biggest loss, it was probably about a week ago, how I said earlier. It was probably about 256, somewhere like that, 250 plus K. Um, that was my biggest loss. You um, just you, you lost multiple people's salary basically in, in the middle of a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one day. That was one day. So and then in one day. Yeah. <laughs> That's and crazy. then I had sent that screenshot. Funny story, I had sent that uh, screenshot to Hunter K and he was just like, nah, man. He's all like, if I was real, real close to you, because I talked to him pretty much every day. He's all like, but if I was real, real close to you, he's all like, you don't understand how mad I'll be. And I was just like, I mean, it happens. And that was just, you know, um, me kind of breaking my discipline, you know, the discipline I had set out for myself, my rules and stuff like that. Woke up late and it's at no alarm, you know, went to sleep late, did, you know, whatever, did, just didn't follow my plan. And so that's pretty much what happened uh, on myself. But my biggest win, I think my biggest win, I would say probably a little over 500K is my biggest win. Nice. Um, but yeah, after that big loss, I think I came back the next day and then i made that back and then over 100k nice so yo that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) the biggest thing the biggest thing i want to give you kudos to for is uh actually admitting that it was your mistake you know what i mean like i feel like a lot of traders don't do that a lot of traders are like oh it's the market it went against me and you know whatever whatever but it's like when you actually take ownership be like hey look hey i broke my rules yo like yeah i didn't follow my routine so of course that's gonna throw me off completely like that play could have been a completely different play if i would just woke up and did my thing that I used to do every single yeah, day. Yep. Taking ownership is important, man. I, I kudos to you for doing that. Yeah. That's, that's and amazing. I always I always tell people, I was like, you can you can only blame others so much. You can only blame the market so much. You can only blame, I don't know, your dog. I don't know, chewed up your computer <laughs> cords, whatever. I don't know. My phone wasn't charged or whatever it may be. You can only blame so much before you have to take a look in the mirror. Because um, for me, you know, people have asked me, hey, do you trade Apple? And I remember I used to be like, I hate Apple. You know, I can't stand <laughs> trading Apple. Apple, you know, it doesn't took my money, you know, this and that. But then I took a step back. I was like, that's just me. I'm not reading stuff, right? You know, I'm over here, you know, just not following my rules and the things that I have set in place for myself. And so, you know, I was just like, you know what? That was that's completely my fault, you know? And then I didn't dwell on it. I was just like, nothing that I do now um, can actually reverse what I just lost. I was like, I could go and cry about it, put it on social media. I could go do this and that. I'm like, it's not going to help me. It's not going to bring that money back. So it's a mindset thing. I always say it's a mindset thing. You know, got to switch your mindset. Okay, what's my 
plan for the next day. And so I pretty much then hit Amazon for 350K or something like that. Hey, that's, that's so, what's up. Uh, it was the mindset <laughs> thing. You got you to come back. I had to come back. I was like, there ain't no way. I, I'm just going to lose all this money and not have a plan to come back. So I that's had to dope. make a plan just separately for Friday where all the contracts are cheaper and stuff like that. My scalps have to be more precise on point. Um, And so that's how I did it. I just had to, I could have cried about it, but I didn't. That's dope. That's dope. You definitely came back from me, man, man. You you definitely speak like a uh, like experienced trader, especially from like last year to now. Like, I feel yeah. like your, your mindset is a little different. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, okay, I lost that much money because some people will lose that much money and they were like, oh, shoot, I'm done. Like, I, I ain't doing nothing else after this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're like, okay, I recognize what I did wrong. Okay, I need just, I just need to bounce back from that. So that's yeah. dope, man. That's dope. Ronnie, what you got, bro? Uh, I just admire that, man, because, you know, so many people you hear that they panic, right? So they lose a, they lose money and they hurry up and get into a trade because they're like, I, I got to gain my money back. And they end up losing more because they, yeah. they try and get their money back. Yeah. So I just admire, man. You, you took your, you took your step away. You looked, you had a game plan and you came back and you executed that, yeah. which is key. Um, Another thing I wanted to say too, man, is like, could you ever see yourself from last year to now hitting over seven figures from last year till now? No, um, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Because uh, I still have it uh, written out. It's a weekly planner. So I have bought this weekly planner. It's like Monday through Sunday. And I wrote it out. And there's a section to the part right. It says 2021 um, to hit 100K in the stock market. Um, I didn't pass that. So I was just like, so I never really expected it. You passed the moon at this point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So definitely didn't see myself. It, it was definitely a, a big adjustment. Um, not more so just like, uh, you know, like with the money thing. I never, I, I didn't do it for myself pretty much. I kind of did it for, you know, I have three nephews. Um, one's five. The other one is one. And the other one is about to be maybe 10 months now, nine months, 10 months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of did it for them. I was just saying, you know, growing up, you know, it was a little bit, it was, it was a struggle. I didn't like to see that part, um, but I'm thankful for the lessons, but I would want them to at least be able to start off out on the right foot, you know, um, be able to build the credit, you know, things like that, that are very nice. important that the school system, the education system doesn't necessarily teach us. Um, so, you know, I kind of did cool. it for that, for that, in that sense, but definitely wouldn't have imagined myself in the position that I'm in now. Um, and so I kind of did it. I was just like, well, if I don't have to work, you know, and I could kind of just chill out, you know, do my thing, make some money on the stock market. Um, and then kind of just build myself towards, you know, other positions that I'm willing to take on mm-hmm. or business ventures. And that, that'll be a thing that I like to do. So you quit, you quit nursing basically. Yeah. So I had a contract job from last. Uh, so I got it last August. It was a contract job for a nonprofit organization. Okay. Um, and it was a um, program put in place by Governor Newsom to help the homeless um, mm. and pretty much, you know, bring them in, get all their medical set up, everything like that, help them out with their health problems if they had any. And then after that, um, help them seek housing. Um, and so that's pretty much what I did. So my three month contract turned into eight months oh, wow. uh, or nine months. Um, and then I ended up getting raises and then they put me as the nursing manager and stuff like that. So it, it was a, it was a cool thing to manage the, the nursing side of things for that program. Um, but after June, it was kind of like a leap of faith. It was just like I either take it um, and fully believe in myself or I kind of just do, you know, find another job and, you know, this and that. So uh, but one thing I always say is just like I can't do things with one foot in, one foot out. It's mm-hmm. like if I'm going to hop into something, I'm going to go in two feet, give it my all. And then I could say, OK, I did 
be saturated. Man, that's dope, man. And I want to go back to what you mentioned. Like, you know, this is uh, this is more than money, right? Because yeah. if you're in the stock market just to make money, trust me, you, this this is not a good place for that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're gonna lose money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have to do it either way because you really, really, really enjoy being in it, or you have a bigger purpose, right? Yeah. Those days where you're losing, like, you know, fifty, thirty thousand dollars, or even if you lose five thousand dollars, even if you lose a thousand dollars, like if you're doing it for the money, you will quit because you're like. <laughs> Uh oh, I could I could have done I could have take that thousand dollars, go grocery shopping, buy some clothes, and you know yeah. take care of people. Yeah. But it's like when you have a bigger vision for yourself and for your family, which is you know like one of the most ultimate things that a lot of people would do this for mm-hmm. is to take care of their family, right? So it's like um, having that having that mindset like I'm doing this for more than just money, man. It's like yeah. it's 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 yeah, it, it will take you farther than anything else. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, that's that's definitely dope. So speaking of that, what some of the coolest things that, you know, ever since you stopped working and then, you know, now that you kind of full-time trader, uh, what are some of the coolest things that you could, you was able to do as part of that, you know, you walking away from your job? Um, I went to Cancun. That was my first time out of the country. <laughs> oh man, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was my That's first, amazing, man. first time dope. out of the country. Um, I went with my girl, we went for a week. Um, and so we got to do a whole bunch of things, went on a different island, you know, got to experience the culture. Cause I'm, I'm half Mexican, half white. That's what I was going to say, man. Man, what you what you mean? <laughs> you never never been to Mexico, That's um, but it, it's completely different, you know, the tourism and stuff like that. Um, on that side of things, but we went to a different island called uh, Cozumel, and man. you know, to yeah. see things, it was kind of you know like their houses and where they live. And I was like, there's no ways people can possibly live in that. But it was like you know some of the, the houses were missing walls, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was just like, wow, it, it was very eye opening. And so I'm very grateful to experience that. That's amazing. To see things from a different perspective because it really made me like grateful i'm just like man like you know like i'll go spend a hundred dollars on groceries but a hundred dollars for them may mean something completely different you know i'm paying for you know uh, a tour around the island or something like that like it's Mm -hmm. it's crazy how what i was spending but at the same time it would have meant something completely different for these people right um and so i was just like man it it was it was completely eye-opening um but so crazy start so you might ask you know how you ask you know what what are some of the cool things that i've done and so um, for me, um, I haven't really done much. And so one person had brought this to my attention. I, ha- I was on Zoom with him and he was just like, it's kind of crazy. He's all like, because I was once in the position that you were in. Um, and he's all like, and the position is having money. He's all like, but not having money, you know, the rest of your family or your friends or something like that. They're still working the, you know, the regular nine to five, the eight to five, whatever it may be. So you don't really have anybody to spend your money with. Um, and so that that kind of really hit me. So it's just like, you know, I always want to, you know, I do have group chats with my friends where I'm trying to put them onto things, you know, the stocks and give them free information, all this stuff. And anything I'm collecting, I'm, you know, pretty much um, telling them. So I just want them to, you know, because if, you know, I can go out and buy Corvette or Lambo or whatever mm-hmm. it may be, but mm-hmm. how will I feel if, you know, the if point? I had that and my friends are still, they're not probably you know so i want them to come up with and pretty much propel you know everybody with me i can go and enjoy things like that so haven't really that's, that's done dope, man. yeah dope. haven't really done much but i just feel like the coolest thing is kind of just putting money to the side for my nephews and mm-hmm. so i feel like that's probably like the coolest thing so far how does how does your friend feel like man like that when you tell them that hey this is what i do now and you know like, when you share all this success that you have with them how do they feel about it um they're honestly they they really i'm i'm very thankful uh for the group of friends that i have um because they don't treat me any different they don't look at me any different um we're still the same 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 people that i've known that i've met and that i hang out with you know they never switched up so they always say um congratulations you know i'm happy for you stuff like that um but I, the, the 
biggest thing is that I'm very happy that they've never, they haven't switched up, you know, um, they still treat me as the same person that they've met some years ago and stuff like that. And so that's what I can be really thankful for. Man. And the coolest thing also is now you get to teach them. Now you get to show yeah. them how to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you never know six months, a year from now, you know, a few of them will be in the same position you are. And you right, man. It's like, what's the point of making all this money? If you can enjoy with the people that you care about the most, yep. you know what yep. I mean? what's the point of, you know, having nice cars and traveling and you just by yourself. Like it just yeah. makes sense. You know what I mean? So kudos to you for that, man. I definitely like that. That's, 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 really, that's pretty cool. Um, Ronnie, what you got, bro? So I know you're into, you know, the options. Have you dived anything into like the crypto or the NFT space? NFT? I don't understand. I'm like, <laughs> where, where do I go to buy this stuff? <laughs> where, where, where can I go? I, where do I go to buy it? Where do I go to sell it? So NFT, you know, it, it interests me, but I still haven't really got, uh, you know, dove into that part. Uh, okay. Crypto, crypto is a thing that I've actually invested in before stocks. Oh. Um, so I think it was 2016. Um, I had, so I was very big on sneakers, um, shoe palace. I used to work at shoe palace. Um, and so I was what they call the stocker manager or whatever it may be. Um, so pretty much I had that. And so all the stock came in, all the Jordans, whatever, what in Nikes, whatever, all that stuff. So I was able to kind of, you know, get first dibs on it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't getting paid much, but you know, all the sneakers, you know, I'll spend my paychecks on sneakers, got a credit card and credit, you know, credit line was 2000. I'll go buy it, sell it all, you know, this and that. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I had actually, you know, I was just like, well, I need a new car. Right. So I had sold all my sneakers, put a down payment on the car. And then I had about like 10,000 left over. And so uh, I remember one of my coworkers, he had mentioned um, mentioned to me, he's like, oh, yeah, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. I was like, what's what's Bitcoin looking like? At the time, it was like about three thousand dollars each. So I went ahead and bought three of them. And so I bought three of them and never looked at them again until probably like uh, I would say last year, 2020. That's crazy, man. That's what's up. That's yeah, crazy. So, so it's kind of like the, I feel like it was almost like a luck thing. You know, I can't really say, you know, I went out and, you know, look for this and stuff. So I don't, I don't think it's a luck thing. I think I think you see opportunities and you go with what I call like uh, that gut feeling right. that you have. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You have this sense of like, intuition. Yeah, intuition. you have you have good intuition. I don't think it's luck. man. I think it's like you because again, if you go back to that same conversation you had earlier how many people including myself heard about bitcoin and we never took the opportunity to take yeah it? yeah you know what i mean yeah. you heard the opportunity and you jumped in yeah right? it's like it's like i think you you just good at recognizing opportunities and i mean I, that's gonna take you so far man because so many people got this opportunities and they just don't realize it. like you know what i mean so yeah I, yeah i don't i don't think it's a luck thing man i think it's just like you good at recognizing opportunities. yeah you gotta, you gotta look at it that way yeah and so i'm, I'm very appreciative of um his name was john I, he probably worked there i don't know on less than a year but i appreciate john because he was he was like oh yeah crypto this crypto that never really pay attention beside bitcoin um i have another friend uh his name is austin he's probably gonna listen to the podcast uh so shout out to austin i call him pretty much like the crypto master so he's really like how i am on options he's on you know crypto like that so um you know sometimes he'll call out certain things hey i'm looking at this or whatever it may be or you know what are the possibilities on the podcast ronnie (laughs) austin when you listen man we're gonna invite you man so you know so i really you know i really appreciate him for that sense in the crypto side of things where he can kind of keep me up to date so you know 
because keeping up with options, you know, different things, it's, it's difficult. And then to kind of squeeze in crypto, it can be a little bit, you know, a little bit more difficult. So um, definitely I want to know what, you know, I'm looking into and stuff like that. But yes, crypto is one thing I do have. Um, Bitcoin, oh, Ethereum, um, Cardano, BNB, DOT, and then I have Shiba Inu. Nice. Shiba, Shiba running right now. Right. By the time I listen to this uh, podcast, I hope she will hit a dollar. <laughs> uh, we all going to be every rich up in this place. <laughs> I just need I just need one penny. Just penny, me, bro. Penny, like, bro. Please hit a penny. <laughs> <laughs> but man, what is next for you, man? Like what's what's next for for, for you? Like what do you want to do next um, in this coming in this coming in the next in the next year, in the next six months, the next five years? Um, definitely want to release some some clothing. Um, it's something there's two words. It's kind of like a statement that I've kind of kind of always lived by for I don't know for a very long time probably like 10 11 years um I do want to release some clothing um the line is pretty much going to be stay true um so I have a thing you know if you're going to start something you got to stay true from the beginning um if you're not doing it truthfully from the beginning then at some point you're pretty much lying to yourself right um so I always have to you know I you know I always live by you know stay true stay true uh, stay true to yourself stay true to the people that you love you know stay true to, uh, to the people that you know uh, treat you well and stuff like that. So um, that's probably one thing that I do want to do, uh, release some clothing. Um, I am working on getting a Tesla. Um, and then I'm also Yo, looking into getting a uh, BMW. Nice. Um, so that way I can start like a car business, you know, through Turo and stuff like that. Um, you know, have that rented out. You know, I live, you know, not too far from LA, probably like on the outskirts pretty much. Um, so that'll help me out big time. Um, and then eventually I do want to, you know, open up some businesses, trucking business. My dad's a truck, a truck driver. Um, um, so I would like to open that up, a trucking business, and then kind of just give that to him so he can run, make his own income. So you don't have to drive those long hours, work six, seven days a week, um, and then like buy some apartment complexes and stuff like that. Um, and then kind of just have my family run those things. Uh, so I don't really have to work those, you know, the eight to five or nothing like that. So that's kind of like my plan. Um, and it is going to come. I feel like it's very far, but at the same time, it's going to come very quick. Um, so I just have to kind of be prepared that I have, you know, just like the basic knowledge, certain things mapped out um, and, you know, placing them in the right directions and with the right people that can manage certain things in my family. Um, but definitely that's kind of like my plan is pretty much to have my family not working within the next, I don't know, two years, I would say. Bro, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You call them Mendoza Enterprise, man. We own, <laughs> we own everything. <laughs> the Mendoza Enterprise, man. We own everything, man. That's 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 really dope. That's really yeah. dope. Uh, Ronnie, you get any more uh, any wrapped up questions, man? So we can wrap up. <clears throat> yeah, man. So I just want to kind of go back. Um, you just mentioned, you know, you were in nursing school and you went from that. You quit. You quit your job and you went from doing that to doing Uber. Now you're you're, you're buying Uber and thousands <laughs> of dollars on that. You went from driving out to buying Uber you and making a own Uber. <laughs> you know, every everything everything is you know God's timing, God's planning. Um, and definitely. just thank man for sharing your your story. I know this is definitely be motivated motivation for a lot of people who's listening. Um, I, I think a lot of people, I was one of them in the stock market that thought you had to have thousands and tens of thousands of dollars yeah. to start. Um, here, you started with $100, something small, turned into something big. So, hey, man, 
I'm just excited um, to see what's next for you and have you back on here to talk about the Mendoza Enterprise LLC. Oh, yeah. yeah we're going to bring you down the line. Yes. We're going to do it. Down yes, the line, sir. we're going to do it. You, you yes, let sir. me know. We're going to do it. Oh, we definitely, um, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. But yeah. Jose, tell, tell people how, how they can get in touch with you, man. Um, So you can actually find me on Instagram. So I run two pages on Instagram. Um, First one is my main one, which is Zay, Z-A-Y underscore underscore M. And then my second one is X-S-E-N-Z-A-Y trades. Um, and pretty much I have my sister run the second one. Uh, so pretty much she's my assistant when it comes to scheduling certain things and stuff like that. But you can find me on either one of those. Or if you in the Discord with 100K, you can find me on there too. Um, and then also on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at Zay underscore underscore M. Um, but I'm very appreciative. I'm thankful, more than thankful uh, to actually speak with y'all. Um, and appreciate then also you. I just, you know, word to the people, young investors, young traders, or whatever you guys want to do, always stay uh, disciplined, stay true to yourselves, uh, stay true to your people, um, and then just always continue to work. And then also don't forget to take care of your mental um, mentality, yes. your mental health is a very very big thing um day in and day out so if you know if you're struggling a little bit do things that keep you grounded um 100 and always you know uh don't forget to touch bases on those things daily man that's dope man bro we appreciate you coming on man thank you for your time and i do want to say this like you definitely embody a lot of things that we talk about in the stock culture right like the reason why we created this podcast is to bring people like you you know to help motivate people and show people like hey you too can do this thing man it's like you definitely. don't have to you know if you if you love your job great but it's like you know you have other opportunities out there that you can get into mm-hmm. stock market is a great tool to get you to the things that you love yep. you know you make money now you know zay's talking about starting his own clothing company you know building business for his family and stuff you don't have to do the stock market forever right yep. use it as a tool to start doing the things that you want to do you yep, know what i mean definitely, definitely. oh man i definitely appreciate you bro and i cannot wait to release this podcast man i might release it this <laughs> sunday hey billy hey billy i like to say like this man options gives you options hey yeah. you better trademark that <laughs> options give you options <laughs> you better trademark that man but bro zay man we appreciate you bro uh man i can't i can't wait to see what you know what all this thing's gonna happen to you man and Mendoza Enterprises just getting yeah. started. Yeah. I mean, We're going to take off. We're going to take off. Yes, We're sir. Yes, We're going to run a lot. But I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you for working things out with me and stuff like that. Anytime, I man. appreciate it. Y'all stay good. Stay healthy. Um, stay sir. safe. It's importantly. And yes, uh, I'll catch you on the next one, man. Yes, okay. sir. We're definitely going to have you back on, man. Hey, stock culture, man. We are out of here. Peace. Peace.